I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Yes. And I want to just take a moment to appreciate all of our listeners, all of our watchers. We appreciate your support and those of you who are on the journey with us to challenge these norms, deconstruct our reality, and question our thinking. Yes. Because not everybody is up for that journey. And that's okay. You know, we realize there are different people out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we've recently... (laughs) You know! ...really realized uh, that when it came to our YouTube um, channel. Which you should subscribe to uh, if you have not already and you're a a, um, regular listener or a new listener. We have a YouTube channel where you can see our beautiful faces as we're recording the podcast. So you get to see us as a little bit of a more, uh, I would say, intimate experience because of the visuals (laughs) and the audio paired Mm -hmm. together. Um, But yeah. Definitely check that out. But we've experienced some, uh, how would you describe it? Haterade. Okay, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Haterade, which you can check out my response and Rocky's reactions. Okay. Um, But I will say, we just predicted this in the last episode when we were talking about um, the challenges we'll face in our relationship moving forward after our engagement. You called it. You said our podcast growth is going to come with the heat. Yeah. You know, and... I have in turn researched strategies to how to deal with haters and trolls. So now I feel more confident in my boundaries. Um, But yeah, that was on time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel it. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm tapped in. I feel like certain. Very much. I'm just like aware Mm -hmm. of uh, certain things within the world and my space of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, okay, we're, we're, we're picking up steam. We're going to be consistent. We're putting out videos every day. Mm-hmm. Again, check out our YouTube channel. Yes. Every, every day we put out videos. So that's yes. a lot of content. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I just felt like, okay, eventually, just on a balance of probability, there's going to be somebody that doesn't like mm-hmm. what we have to say, our opinions, mm-hmm. or just, just disagrees with the way that we structure our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't matter. As long as we're still being a positive voice mm-hmm. and putting forth, like, the education, mm-hmm. the challenging of ideas, mm-hmm. uh, the, the introspection, um, the deep diving and reflection. Mm-hmm. As long as we're able to do that and really help other people understand themselves and better themselves, I don't really care what a hater has to say because it wasn't meant for you. You have your content that you want to consume. Which is probably still us because you are addicted to hitting on things. But whatever. That's a whole other story. Still appreciate the support. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't about to knock you for it. I'm just... I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Though, yeah, no. Nah. You know? Boundaries. Gonna, you ain't going to take my energy. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So let's... Let's, let's get to it. Let's, let's get, get to, to it. it. You know Because today is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to enjoy today's episode because today's topic is... What do we bring to the table we 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 (laughs) 
And I wanted to do this this show, this episode, because this is a very uh, common question spicy. in the community right now. A little it's spicy. It's getting a lot of heat, you know, <laughs> uh, as it's usually, you know, asked of women. It is. It yes. is. But seeing as how this is a show with a man and a woman, we both have our own perspectives. So you guess know? what? She's going to be able to ask me a couple of questions of her own because... Like we do at all our episodes, mm -hmm. we keep it even over here. Yes. Okay. So first and foremost, I do want to address the ego that <laughs> doesn't allow women a lot of times to hear what this question, what do you bring to the table actually means? Yes. Yes. Please. Let's talk about this. Okay. So the first question is. What's the first question, baby? <laughs> Hit them with it. What are your relationship strengths? and skills that is what that question is asking it's not that complicated people but your ego refuses to allow you to see it now some will say not all men ask this question some men ask this question differently things like that but i will say for me personally mm -hmm. as i was a modern woman as i did have ego shit to deal with it wasn't until this question started popping up in the manosphere that I actually self-reflected on it. And I was like, well, damn, what do I bring to the table? What do I bring to the relationship? Let me consider this. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Let's let's flip that coin and get to answering this let's bitch. This <laughs> all right. Call it. Heads. Damn, I was so confident. <laughs> You were. Did you see his face? <laughs> you know, it's cool. Go ahead. What do you bring to the table? Okay. So, yeah, what are my relationship strengths and skills? So, like I said, this is recent. Like, again, I just reflected, like, maybe the past year about this shit. Oh, it was okay? past year. Trust me. I can attest. So, I think before what I was taught about like what a woman needed to provide is like the stereotypical way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Um, I mean, that ain't a bad way. You know, you know. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't yes. gonna lie. Um, Sex, but not necessarily that I had to do anything. I just had to show up and have a good pussy, basically. Have that wop, you know? No, no, no. Uh, and then, um, and then cleaning, you know, home environment. Yeah. I think those were the top three things that I was either raised on, surrounded by, or taught uh, to provide to a relationship for a man. Okay. However, upon reflection and upon growing with you, mm -hmm. um, I would say my relationship, well, skills, I'm still working on strengthening them. Uh, active listening, which involves not interrupting, Listening to understand, <laughs> not reply. Uh, just being silent and allowing him to initiate the conversation. Checking in with him first. You've been really good at some of these. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't always understand alone together time or quiet together time, but I've been trying to... When you would like that or be intentional about having that space for you, because I know you enjoy that quality time. Yeah, it's nice. When you're just chilling. 
together. But you're not necessarily like you don't have to be. Let me get on the mic because I'm over here chilling. Relax <laughs> and that shit. Um, so it's like you're not necessarily. You're together. Mm-hmm. You're in each other's presence. You're enjoying each other's presence, but you're not necessarily interacting with each other actively. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing your own thing, but you're enjoying. Like you can glance over and see the other person doing their own thing, mm-hmm. and then that's giving you joy because they're not interrupting your flow, mm-hmm. but you can enjoy the fact that they're in their own flow. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you for breaking that down. Yeah. Does it make sense though? It does. Okay. All right. Um. It's just not my preference. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it all the time, but it's very nice when it happens. It is, like it just, is nice. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. So I try to be aware that that yeah, you enjoy that and and either be respectful when you request it or try to intentionally set that that quality time up for us. Um. I would also say. Um, <laughs> Within effective communication, making sure that I communicate the context of my thoughts <laughs> that be in my head. It happens sometimes, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm trying, but it's, it's hard. I'm an external processor, so sometimes it just goes mid-thought. But um, I would also say in the realm of effective communication, uh, explaining my needs and explaining my feelings while emotionally regulating my feelings. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot better at that. I'm getting a lot better at emotional management, which is definitely benefiting our relationship. Um, respecting your boundaries is huge. Cause I think a lot of women, we don't get the need for space. All right. So we just had some technical difficulties, so yes. I'm not sure where exactly it's where you're going to cut it and stuff. But anyway, it's all good. Um, we back so I was saying <laughs> one of the biggest uh, relationship skills that I learned was respecting your boundaries. Mm. I feel like a lot yes. of women struggle with giving men their personal space without taking it personally. Yeah. Woo! You And you really taught me, you were like, it's not that I want to be away from you, although you do talk a lot. <laughs> but it it's I need to recharge to be the best me to then be able to show up for you. And that made a lot of sense. Yes. That made a lot of sense. So She got it, y'all. She yeah. got it. So like I said, I've learned a lot of relationship skills. And that's just like like healthy relationship as well as a couple that are particular to you. But it was a lot of, I didn't, like, I was single for seven years. So I was literally out of practice of a relationship. And then I've never experienced a healthy relationship, nor did I have any models for a relation, healthy relationship. So, like, these, that question is, like, a legit question to ask somebody. Like, how are you becoming a better partner? What skills within the realm of relationships are you learning? Yeah. And are you practicing, you know? But what about you? What are your relationship strengths and skills? Okay, so my relationship strengths are uh, definitely communication. Um, I think attunement to my partner. So most of the times, although there's been times where I've been off with you, I can tell when something's off. I might not know exactly what it is, but I can tell when something's off. So when I'm usually with somebody, I'm connected with someone, I can tell where, you know, there's just something going on whether it's with us or with somebody else in their lives who might be affecting them, a family member, a relative, mm-hmm. whatever it might mm-hmm. be. So I'm pretty good at being attuned with the partner who I'm with, um, for the most part. Nobody's perfect at that. <laughs> um, 
other things, like I'm trying to go uh, like how we did before when we were talking about this episode prior to recording. Uh, I'm, I divide it into tangible things like cooking and cleaning, which I can talk about, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like more personality uh, characteristics. Uh, so, in terms of personality and characteristics, I'm very positive, very supportive. Um, always the person who would rather like motivate and like celebrate you. I'm not somebody that's going to be overly critical of you without building you up. If that makes sense. Like I don't like just tear someone down. Um, I think a lot of women haven't experienced that, (laughs) which sounds wild, but like there's something I got to put on the list. Yeah. You definitely believe in me. You believe the fuck in me the fuck out of me i don't know uh more than i believe in myself like you yeah you be thank you because i be needing it for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, i've had that with like every ex i've had as well like i believe in them mm-hmm. um, but yeah I've, I've noticed a lot of women do not believe in themselves we have a lot of self-esteem <laughs> issues and self-confidence issues yeah it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but you know hopefully that's changing with the times and sign up for Manifest Reality's Happiness Coaching, where I have a skill set specializing in strengthening self-love. Yes. ManifestRealitiesHC.com. <laughs> there you go. Um, what other things? Let's go to tangible things. Uh, skills and strengths when it comes to tangible things. Cleaning. Definitely not up there. <laughs> it's so but, not. <laughs> but I do have the cooking. You do. So a lot of guys don't really cook like that. And they do cook. They don't throw down like how I throw down. Like he, I throw the down. ancestors be talking to him, y'all. Yeah, so I can cook for real. So I can cook. Mm-hmm. Um, When it comes to other tangible things, what else do I do? Uh, Monetarily, like I guess, like, we're getting to that point where I'm more into the provider role, but like that's not like a hundred percent. So I'm not gonna be a hundred percent of the breadwinner. I don't think any time fully in our relationship, maybe like a brief time when you're pregnant, like that. Well, window. I have no idea what's about to happen in the next year with this transition. So. Yeah. So we'll see, but I don't know. Like I don't know, but I am getting in, stepping into that role as we're starting to build stuff up, even with the podcast and mm-hmm. even with the YouTube channel. Again, thank you for subscribing. You're yes. supporting the family that we're building, the yes. legacy that we're building. So I appreciate you. And I would also say, like your research and investing, and you actually investing yes. and stuff like that. That's okay, definitely, that's true. Damn, because that's a skill that I wanted in my male partner specifically. Because uh, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want someone. Well, to I didn't want to clean. So you know, I, well, still, I still need help. Yeah, I still, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to like help a little bit more because I don't want it to be like all on you for sure. Because like you know, that's just not fair. Uh, but thank you, baby. Yeah, cleaning is not something I'm good at. It's like uh, my threshold is a lot. Yeah, you just it's very low. Yes, you you could. Or you, maybe it's very high. Yeah, yeah, you can leave stuff dirty for a longer time than I can. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a room that I'm not like, because again, most of what we're talking about is really the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. So that means cleaning the dishes every day, multiple times a day. It's a lot sometimes. And it's all me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. But I do be cooking though. 
But she also cooks, so you know. So therefore, true. I'm cooking and cleaning. That's right. She is. I ain't gonna take nothing away from that. That's she's doing her thing. <laughs> um, other tangible things. Yeah. What are your skills? What are your strengths? Because that's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I didn't go on no tangent. Someone came in in a <sighs> kind of. Well, I felt some type of. I thing. know. <laughs> I think we all. I think we all noticed that. Go ahead, baby. Y'all, y'all peep. Y'all. <laughs> a little something, something coming. <laughs> All right. Um, other skills. Sex. Whoo! You right so, about that. I ain't even consider that in mind. <laughs> I'm getting better. But um. <laughs> so pleasing, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah. woman se- uh, sexually. I am never unsatisfied. And then I love your physical affection too. Mm-hmm. He's a great hugger and a great toucher. He touched my breast and my ass all the time. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> it does for yeah. me as well. <laughs> um, so the the yeah, those though I'm very affectionate, mm-hmm. very uh, hands on. Mm. <laughs> uh, what are the tangible things? Would I say? And then skills. The other ones are like communication skills. Um, I mentioned that already, right? Yeah. So I mentioned like being able to communicate and everything else like that. Um, parenting skills, I believe, like being able to mentor. Like we talk, we went over an episode earlier where we talked about like the importance of mentorship and black leadership and uh, black men and, and how they need to step up in certain aspects in order to lead the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I, I possess some of those characteristics and skills when it comes to leadership. Mm-hmm. And having good leadership and not being uh, tyrannical, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, sure. uh, and, and creating that type of environment where it's like we talk and discuss things rather than it just being my way or the highway, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I, I like having that environment. And I think everybody is way more, um, their energy is in a much better place when everybody's on that same page. Even if you disagree or like you're not 100 percent in, like like let's say you you want to do something and you're only getting like 80 percent of what you want out of the situation that we're talking about, you're still more on board of it uh, than if you had like no stake in whatever the agreement was that we were talking about at mm-hmm. all. And that allows you to be like, all right, well we we made this agreement in good faith or we talked about this in good faith, so now we're good. Versus it being like, man, where the fuck did this come from? I ain't agree to this bullshit. I, I ain't getting nothing that I want. So that resistance is strong when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so just fostering that type of leadership, uh, protection, safety, uh, just my presence. Alone. Alone. And I've said it before. Um, the instance where I was dating a woman, he was not dating yeah. the same person. And there was some some niggas outside, and uh, I asked him to walk her to her car because I knew in that moment that me walking to her her to her car would not be enough to stop the men from approaching or messing with us. Yeah, but he was. So there's that um, saving up for some more things to improve my uh, protection. Y'all yes. need to know about all that, but it's all good. <laughs> Definitely the saver. <laughs> Definitely, and, and I had that like natural instinct too. So I guess it's like a strength or skill that I just possess, where it's like, 
innately I want to protect you. So it's not like a question about it. You know? I thank you for your instinct. Because mm-hmm. I don't have that. I know. I have the instinct to protect the children. They ain't here yet, but it's cool. <laughs> so all he's really saying is to protect me so that I can have children. So protecting yourself again. <laughs> all right, let's see. You know it's all good it's part of it's like again these are the things that we bring to the table it's like not even a bad thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that is really the big point and why we worded it this way to break it down so that people understand that when somebody says what do you bring to the table they're just meaning what are your relationship strengths and skills Mm -hmm. what can you do in a relationship to make the connection that we already probably feel like innately Mm -hmm. to keep that going and strengthen it yeah that's all it means. Mm-hmm. Don't get offended by that question. That's a reasonable question to ask. And again, like I always pointed out, like a job interview, they ask for your strengths and weaknesses. And somehow people just don't, it, well, a relationship isn't a job. Yeah, you need to do more fucking vetting. Word. <laughs> like, this your life. <laughs> this is where you go home. This is the person you're choosing to be intimate with. You know, like, I'm going to need you to step up your interview process. Shit way different than a job you could quit a job real quick and go on to the next one but if you're invested in a relationship you know how hard it's gonna be to get over that mm-hmm. and we're not talking about leaving we're talking about that impact the impact you know certain jobs you'd be like i don't really care about this mm-hmm. I'm going next. i don't really mm-hmm. care about that i've done it <laughs> <laughs> very easily you know, but like usually you want more invested into those relationships that and then there are feelings involved I'm just saying, get your interview on. Get your vetting going. Okay. All right, right. next question. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's flip first. You want to flip first? Yeah. Uh, You call it this time. Tails. Tails. Heads. Ah, it's on me this time. Okay, okay. One to one. (laughs) Oh, this is a good question, huh? Did I come up with this one? You did. Okay, I gotta look at the camera. <laughs> all right, all right. What food did you bring to the table that ain't nobody asked for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what food did I bring to the table that ain't nobody asked for? <laughs> I think, honestly... And this is for, like, outside of you, honestly. This is, like, for other women I might be dating. Okay. It's the fact that I have you. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't signed up for this polyamory shit. Like, for real. But damn it, you a nice guy. (laughs) That's been mostly my experience. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, and I say no women, but, like, majority of the women I've uh, had a connection with, obviously, I had a connection with and everything was sweet. Everything was good. Up until the point where I was honest about my relationship dynamic and how I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Then they're like, oh, shit. Well, I don't want And it sometimes can be challenging because it's like we would be doing the exact same things because I'm not going to hang out with you more than once a week regardless because of how I am. Mm-hmm. With my scheduling and my time and energy. So we would be doing the exact same thing. Like, the thing. only reason we hang out as much is because we live together. That's it. And then, like, when we work together. <laughs> like, that was, like... But I get it. For some people, like, I don't know the 
the jealousy factor, the whatever. I mean, there's a whole things. lot of gross shit in this. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> a, it's a lot for them. But like that would I, that's what I would say would be the primary thing that. Yeah, I feel that. You know, that's, I bring to the table that they're like, what the fuck? Who told you to bring this that's, dish? That's valid. I, I I understand their sentiments. I get that. Mm-hmm. Like they looking at me like it's like a, go, me being vegan and going over with like some vegan pie or some shit or whatever, <laughs> and they over here looking at me crazy when they over here having all the meat, all the everything, First no of all, veggies. I brought vegan collard greens to a Christmas dinner, and everybody thought them bitches had meat in it. Okay, it was that good. Yes, don't hate on the vegan. Yeah. Especially when you add some soul or you anything ethnic. You gotta know how to cook. Exactly. You really gotta know how to season It's things. not white people. Just. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm just saying, our first introduction to vegan food was through white people. Soon as you start experimenting with different cultures, you're like, wait a minute, this shit is seasoned the fuck up. <laughs> Black eyed pea tofu. Senegalese. There we go. That was y'all first exposure. Thank God my mom knew how to cook. And this is why I'm with someone who's in the diaspora outside of the fucking U.S. Yeah. Yes, I am great. That curry, that garlic tofu, that curry. Yeah. Your mama can that. cook. Your mama can cook. Yeah. Need to learn from her. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's really how it is when it comes to me bringing something that ain't nobody asked for. I think that's the biggest one. Other things that I honestly don't know. So I might have to think about other stuff, but that's the one that stood out in my mind. Yeah, that's a valid one. I, yeah. I, I, I can see why some people is like, what the fuck this doing here? I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what food did I bring to the table that ain't nobody asked for? Yeah, let's hear this one. So in general, <laughs> my degree has no impact on a relationship. My career has no impact on a relationship. Mm. For me, I would invest my money, my income into my family and into my relationship. So mine would impact and and benefit. But a lot of women, it's his money is our money and my money is my money. Mm-hmm. And I don't subscribe to that. Um, so a lot of times women say, well, I got these degrees and I'm the CEO and I'm a business owner and stuff. And guys are like, what that got to do with me? So, all right. It's it's like, yeah, it's the unnecessary things you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So we had Thanksgiving, and you come over, and then you bring pencils, and we're all like, "Yo, that's cool that you're prepared <laughs> for the test for that the ain't test here. That ain't here, my nigga. But, uh, <laughs> why you got tents, uh, pencils in the turkey? Like, what you doing right now? Like, what are we doing right now? Mm-hmm. You're bringing stuff that's unnecessary. It's cool. It's great. Ain't nothing wrong with a number two. You know, but uh, why are you bringing it to Thanksgiving dinner? That's really the equivalent of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, I'm curious to hear your thoughts okay. because I'm specifically spe- like specializing in marital and family therapy and we plan to build that way. We have the podcast together. I uh-huh. have my degree in broadcast journalism. Like, how did... Was that something you didn't ask for? Is that something that you enjoy that benefits our relationship? What are your thoughts around that? So that's something I couldn't have asked for. Uh, I wouldn't have known to ask for. You know what I mean? That's why mm-hmm. I'm saying like we're aligned mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That's just like, yeah. this is a very unique 
situation and relationship sure. yeah. that you know not everybody can really relate to mm-hmm. so that's why a lot of people have a problem relating to it which is why we try to put it out there <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah because those things all align with what we're and the like on the path towards doing anyway um they're very much valuable skills and assets and then i would say for most people who well i can't say for most i would say in instances of your journey in marriage and family therapy and being like a, a licensed marriage and family therapist nice. <laughs> uh watch out for the next uh couple of videos we're gonna we gonna have announcements to make uh on that don't worry <laughs> but yeah when it comes to that it, it seems as though like you're able to take the lessons from the literal classes that you took and apply them to the relationships that For you're sure, in. For sure, yeah. So, like, yeah, if anyone um, wants to be a housewife, wants to mm-hmm. be a stay-at-home mom, I would definitely recommend taking, like, some relationship-oriented psychology classes as well as child development. Like, that would actually prepare you for those roles. Yeah, it it, it would honestly open your eyes to a lot of the things that people ignore, like even cycles of uh, and patterns of behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you were uh, speaking about when it comes to childhood development, that's huge. Just even knowing what to expect when Mm -hmm. your child is going through those natural, uh, just aging, just leveling, like, oh, going from five to 10, like then from the 10 to that puberty, that puberty stage Mm -hmm. and like all those things that happen and are expected to happen. If you have a leg up on like, okay, well, this is that thing that I read about, or this is that thing that that program uh, was trying to prepare me for. What are the steps and skills that I could use in order to better help them adjust Mm -hmm. as they're going into school with puberty hitting and trying to find a different social circle? Or how can I make sure that my husband and I are still connected when we do have children? And like, you know, just all those things are things that you would be prepared for, at least better prepared for, mm-hmm. rather than just smacking you in the face and you being right. like, oh. Trial and error process. Oh, oh, let me just figure it out along the way. Right, because while you're figuring it out, you might be... Fucking it up. <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Boom. I mean, you know. Uh, but as far as the food that I uh, brought to the table that ain't nobody asked for, um, <laughs> I would say with me dating women, yeah, having a man... Yeah, yeah, I would say that. They're gonna be like, "Oh, damn!" Yeah, yeah. And even though like it's not like we date separately, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. Like I think me and my first woman, well, no, nah, cause I stopped that. But yeah, never mind. But she realized within <laughs> our connection that she was like, "No, nah, I am mon- monogamous, and I can't do this." Um. So yeah, it's I'm a, I'm gonna face some heat too. Not as much as you. Yeah, no, it's but, not uh, really as much, but yeah. But fun. yeah. And the craziest thing, Mike Tyson in the building. Uh, <laughs> craziest thing is that there are a lot of women who, if I were to sneak around and do things without saying stuff, nice. would be fine with it. So but as soon as I'm honest. open and honest about it, it's yeah. like, oh, no, I'm not signing up for that. I don't. I think it's because the I can steal him away. He will leave her for me and all that stuff. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. But okay, so I am curious, what do you think 
is there any food that I brought to the table that you didn't ask for? Mm. My history of unhealthy relationship models. I was just about to say that. <laughs> as well as my anxiety and the way that it was not managed, as well as <laughs> my anger. Keep going. <laughs> that was not regulated. Uh, yeah, those things that I grew in. You didn't ask for all of that. <laughs> Why do you think I wasn't coming over to dinner? <laughs> yeah. You got all types of other shit. I had to grow. Mm-hmm. You did not ask for that. <laughs> I ain't come over to dinner, Trudy. I was like, oh, okay, she know how to cook now. She's bringing over the right stuff. Okay, all right. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. Okay. <laughs> Um, is there any food that you brought to the table that I didn't ask for? Yeah. What about for me? I don't know. Like outside of, uh, other women, but for us in our relationship, what did I bring that you were like, I ain't asked for that. Honestly. Okay. Honestly. (laughs) You're very, very, very high sex drive. Oh, wow. Like, when we have sex, it's amazing. But you just needed all the... Like, your preferred is three to four times a day, whereas mine is three to four times a week. So it's like... And I feel bad, because it's like... It's not. It's, uh, it's gone down now. It's like two to three times a day. <laughs> I would love that. Because two times isn't that bad to me. It's like, all right, you know, and then morning sex, and then, like, afternoon or at night. Meanwhile, there are days that I don't have any desire. So, yeah, I don't have those days. Exactly. So you know, that's that's the one thing. It's like I appreciate the sex when it happens, but uh, goodness. (laughs) But I I will take you as you are. And good problem to have. Better to have extra. You know what I mean. And then again, (laughs) lend it on out, ladies. Only those who are of good quality, yes. good character, and peaceful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not just, all right, ladies, whoever, you know, you got to. He gotta, vets properly. Yeah, I vet accordingly. I see what you bring to the table. Ooh. <laughs> all right, next question. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Pets. Yeah, let's go. You won this round, so either or, you going first. All right. What's up? Next question is, why do women think they're the table? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies. Come on, let's talk. Let's do it. Come on. Why do you think that you're the table? Why do women think that they're the table? I just want to pause Mm -hmm. and uh, talk about our previous episodes, why modern women don't submit, as well as toxic femininity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Please check those out. All right, continue. Yeah, yeah. Thank Mm -hmm. you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Land the folks, uh, mind the folks of all our previous episodes pertaining to the topic. But yes, uh, I think a lot of women say, I am the table. I am the table. All that stuff. <laughs> I don't wear weaves, y'all, so he ain't making fun of me. <laughs> it's because they know 
that's a that's an initial response that's reacting to the fact that they can't think of what they actually bring to the table. And that's the thing. When I first heard that question, I was like, damn, what do I bring? And I had to fucking figure it out. <laughs> so rather than think, because even thinking about it, it the perception of thinking about what you bring to the table without knowing it immediately doesn't even look good. So that that you have to go through that level of humbling, humbling. right oh <laughs> exactly so that's the first level of humbling and mm-hmm. that's already like woo mm-hmm. to somebody who hasn't thought about that then you have to actually think about those things mm-hmm. and come up with an answer which mm-hmm. means being self-critical uh reflective mm-hmm. like just really like zoning in on like okay what are my strengths and my skills like we talked about at the top of the episode as well as what are my weaknesses as I'm well saying as job interview mm-hmm. your damn self. that's what the table entails <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's why I think it, it elicits that response it's always a very much if you've noticed the way it's emotional every single time it's like I am I am the table what you I mean I am the table like it's there it is check out right. it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> Check out It's Complicated because he be asking them questions and he be getting them responses. Oh, yo, It's Complicated is a great yes, channel. Yes, on YouTube. Yes. Great fucking questions. Very thought-provoking questions. Yes. Like, I'm one... Uh, I gotta... I, I, mm. I think... I don't know. I can't assume these things, but I feel like there's a certain energy and a certain way that you ask questions and move after you've gone to therapy. Now, I don't know. I don't want to put that on them. But I think he might have been to therapy because, like, he knows something. He does, like, <laughs> it does unlock your mind and makes you, like, really question certain things and uh, shifts your perspective and mm. question. It allows you to question your very own, um, I guess, like, bubble of thought. Ooh, that reminds me of an earlier off air uh, conversation that we were having about how men and women are receiving therapy and growing from therapy. Cause I was saying like, I'm noticing different results. Like when mm. men go to therapy, I see a definite level up when it comes to oh, relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when women go to therapy, I don't necessarily see a level up in relationships. So why, I know you said it when we were talking, but I want you to say it on air. Why do you think that is? Right. So when we were discussing it earlier, I think I came to the theory uh, of it being, because men, uh, women are looking to build themselves up, mm-hmm. and they already feel as though, like, because throughout their lives, women are more expressive and social, that they already have the social skills mm-hmm. needed mm-hmm. in order to make and maintain a successful relationship because mm-hmm. they feel as though that they've been able to do so with their girlfriends mm-hmm. or with other relationships because a lot, like most women in the world have like relationships because they're very relationship oriented mm-hmm. just more so than even men are yeah. um but we all are as human beings mm-hmm. obviously social creatures social creatures um so there's that whereas men i think they are very much aware, at least the ones who are coming actively to therapy, they're much very much aware of like, not only do I need to heal, but like, I don't have the skills mm. for these stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why the manosphere also exists because mm-hmm. the, a lot of men realize I don't have game. Mm-hmm. Game meaning like charisma, mm-hmm. comfortability with women, mm-hmm. et cetera, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, not necessarily always playing games uh, with a woman. Yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, they're, they're like, 
that's why yeah there's so many videos uh talking about how to talk to women mm-hmm. or how to approach and all this other stuff on the men's side whereas for the women's side a lot of it is just building up self-esteem mm-hmm. and like i said that's why like the Derek jackson remember when he came mm-hmm. out he was always talking about building up the oh, women's I never watched this stuff. well yeah i didn't really either but i was aware of it because it was always out there mm-hmm. and it's like he was downing a lot of guys in order to build up women um and he was building up women but i don't know if he was necessarily teaching them skills yeah. and that was the difference mm-hmm. whereas a lot of men this is very skill oriented very skill oriented mm-hmm. which is kind of like so it's kind of doing a uh it's not that therapy isn't doing anything it's it's creating a lot of a lot more confident women but they're confident because they're they've been practicing and healing on the skills that create a better person mm-hmm. uh or business person in particular yeah, for sure. <laughs> um but like a better like self-esteem person so again like it's more concentrating on confidence, mm-hmm. being like the best version of yourself that you can be when you walk in a room, your head's up high, you know, you're that boss. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, can do whatever you want. You can do anything a man can do yeah. and all that stuff, and I would which also, is fine, but it might not, not be strengthening. Yeah, yeah, you might not be strengthening those relationship skills. Mm-hmm. And I would also say, one, the therapy profession is dominated by female clinicians. That's another thing. So if the female clinician doesn't know to put that in the therapy goals and then the client isn't bringing it up, then there's That's also, where the work is going to stay. Yeah, exactly. Because as therapists, we're not putting stuff on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're not like... I may recognize some things. Right, you but know? it's not our job to be like, well, fuck what your goal was. Yeah. I see this. Mm-hmm. You need to work on it. <laughs> like, that's not how the work, the process mm-hmm. goes. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so there's that aspect. And then a lot of women suffer from trauma, especially yes. from men. So there is a lot of healing in that, like father, Yo. any relationships. Like there is a lot of healing that takes place in that. So it's like, we're doing all the past work. We haven't even gotten to the, and shit, some of the present work trying to get you out of that toxic ass relationship. Jesus, people leave. But anyways, <laughs> sorry. I'd be having the same conversation week to week. Well, we already know what to do. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So Stuck we're in that cycle. So we're not Hard. even in the future of like getting the healthy relationship and then the relationship skills for that. So yeah. Although check out Manifest Realities Happiness Coaching. My belonging and love need includes having healthy relationships. <laughs> hey, it's true. Like the people in your program already are are like you know they're giving some good feedback to you. So. Yes, I'm so glad that it's working. Yeah. Like it's cause it's skills training and life work. So you're actually putting into practice what I'm teaching you like immediately. And the fact that they're committed to doing the work means they're already applying it to their life yeah. and it's beneficial already. Right. Like I that's think more I could then that's more that I could ever ask for. Right. And I think that's the difference between you and a lot of other coaches is because like you were saying how we all just broke down, like a lot of women right now are so focused on the career and building up self-esteem, mm-hmm. but they might not have the tools to also build happiness in other aspects like relationships or other stuff. So your program explores and fleshes out all those all things of it, yeah. so that you can identify what things were like, okay, I am strong in this, but mm-hmm. man, I haven't even thought about this. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I don't know, because I'm, I didn't have all of this awareness before. Mm-hmm. Like I did not have all this awareness as far as relationship skills, but I was figuring it the fuck out. You know, like 
uh, John Gottman's Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, mm-hmm. where it's talking about the the four negative ways of communication. Mm-hmm. Stonewall and all exactly this, this right. And I was I was learning a lot stuff. of tools. <laughs> I was learning a lot of concepts that was teaching me what a healthy relationship was. So therefore, I was teaching women how to to understand what a healthy relationship was as well as how to practice it. But I think having the perspective of men changed a lot because now i have the other side of the coin yeah you know (laughs) now i have the other side of the coin and i'm like all right now we can do something with these relationships you know but yeah uh last thing i want to say with uh why women think they're the table Oh, because okay. um, that was our original question here. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. You know how this conversation be flowing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to the ego point, I just want ladies to understand, everybody to understand that within relationships, especially healthy relationships, I'm going to say ego death is beneficial. Other people may say set your ego to the side. But I'ma say at the end of the day, your ego is to protect your insecure self. And there isn't growth there. There's survival, but there isn't growth. There isn't thriving there. So ladies, you gotta check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Look, you just wrecked yourself trying to say wreck yourself. <laughs> I ruled my eyes. Wrecked yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Raquel. <laughs> but all right, that's it for this this first segment. Yes. So that that you was one. You know what I mean? Your boy Elsa won. Yeah. Check me out, check me out, check me out. Mm-hmm. We will be right back with the next segment, our either or segment. Yes. It continues to get good. You know what I mean? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> we out for now. Mm. Peace. <laughs> All right. What's going on, beautiful people? We are back. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Thanks for listening and watching. Yes. All right. So we are going into our either or both and segment. (laughs) So you won. So you will be answering the questions first. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can put the coin away. Nope. I'm going to flip it all day. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right. So the first question is. Yeah. Ladies. Do you know what niggas eat? <laughs> yes or no? To continue with the theme of what do you bring to the table? <laughs> you forgot that question? I forgot all these. <laughs> these are hilarious. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> do you, ladies, do you know what niggas eat? Uh, I, I know what niggas eat. Because I'm a guy. Uh-huh. But ladies do not know what niggas <laughs> eat. They don't. They really don't. So they have no idea what to bring to the table. Yeah, I'm going to concur with that and say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, to elaborate, I think, and we touched on it a little bit at, at the top of the episode, but a lot of women associate what they believe as high... Like, I don't want to say high value. I want to use, use different high words. High qualities. They 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 see certain things as highly desirable characteristics. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's better because high value be getting people confused. Everybody got their own definition for mm-hmm. shit. So 
just make it clear. There's high, uh, highly desirable characteristics. Mm -hmm. These characteristics in men apply when it comes to their finances, mm -hmm. when it comes to their uh, looks, Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to their height, <laughs> height is included in looks, but we gotta say it separately because apparently it's so big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it is, but mm -hmm. um, so their height, their income, their looks, their ambition and drive, uh, their education, um, what else? Uh, and their, I would say for the most part, their masculinity and ability to protect. Uh, and just play that role in the masculine side of the relationship. So that's what a lot of women want, you know. There's exceptions. Some women are like, I want a beta male, quote unquote. And again, to use a different terminology, because I hate using these stupid terms. Uh, a, a man who's more of a follower than a leader, or one who's more cooperative and willing to get on her page if she's already doing certain things. Mm. If he doesn't already have his own program going. Mm. So, mm -hmm. looking at it from that perspective. Because again, a lot of these words, they, they be triggering some people and I'm like, I, I get what the terms mean, but like a lot of fellas are out there like, I'm not a beta, I'm not a simp. So, I'm just to make sure nobody feels too bad while I'm explaining these things. Caveat. <laughs> Alright, so, those are the things that are highly desirable to women. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of extrapolate that and then apply it to themselves. It's like, okay, so if those things are what make the guys highly, highly desirable. desirable. Mm -hmm. These are the things that will make me highly desirable. But that's not the case because men and women are usually attracted to two very different things. Those are not transferable skills. Exactly. So it would be like the equivalent of you being really good at working the fries at Wendy's and being like, oh shit, I could work the fries at Wendy's. That's that's exactly what you're looking for. But the position is the manager <laughs> and you have none of those skills. So you just think, oh, well, I could work the fries. Why can't I be the manager? Because all you can do is work the fries. <laughs> that's your only skill. <laughs> you got nothing else. All right. So that's the equivalent. Like they're they've got all these other qualifications, mm -hmm. the fries qualifications. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they've got their degree. They're mm -hmm. uh, also a little bit masculine and assertive and have their own program. Um, they have their own bag. You know, they got the money. They good. They good with that. They might be six feet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Some women though are are six feet and they are doing that stuff. So hey, shout to y'all. Um, but in most cases, no. <laughs> uh, so they're doing all those things that I mentioned on the desire, highly desirable uh, characteristics of those men. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't line up with what the men want because the men are looking for more so cooperative, fine as hell <laughs> women uh, who are more so the nurturing, the kind, the supportive, the peaceful. So that more so the softer social skills that a lot of women may have been kind of moved towards feeling those characteristics were weak. Like the idea of submission in itself. Well, that's because it's not desirable in the work world. Right. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. And, and right now, there's a big push for women 
for women's equality to be seen more through finances and uh, and through your work versus being through societal norms. So, mm-hmm. like, I would say it would be better if there were more women in the House of Representatives and stuff like that because mm-hmm. literally there are more women in this country than men. Mm-hmm. So, like, that makes more sense to me because a lot of the issues that women have aren't being addressed mm-hmm. because the perspective is, like, men just don't have the... Like, how we were talking about, you didn't have the perspective of men until, like, you saw some of the videos from the Manosphere mm-hmm. talking about, like, oh, damn, this is what guys actually want. It's kind of the same thing when it comes to on a political spectrum mm-hmm. within this country. A lot of guys that went running the country not even know, like, women need uh, stuff for their time of the month. And, like, they have to pay for all that all the time. So I was a, pro- a poor woman do that. And, you know, stuff like that. Things like that. So that's, the, that's my explanation of it. Like, they just don't know what niggas want to eat mm-hmm. because they think the highly desirable things that they want... Uh, in a man are the exact same things that the men want in a woman. And that's just so far from the truth mm-hmm. in most cases. So just to reiterate, do you know what niggas eat? No. <laughs> um, so yes, a lot of women do not, especially because they, and I was one of them, shame women who want to be traditional wives. Pick me shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, if you want to be chosen and you want to be a wife, it's a pick me shit because he should deal with all of my uncooperativeness, all of my anger, all of my defensiveness, because a strong black man would deal with that. What strong black man about to deal with some bullshit all his life? <laughs> Not this one. Shit. Yeah, so um, got the game fucked up. <laughs> again, check out my personal YouTube channel, Life Is Rocky, and my Becoming a Feminine Woman series, where I'm talking about how to make this shift from a modern woman to a balanced woman. Right, and it's because I don't subscribe to the traditional. That's it's just not because yeah, you're not fully traditional. Yeah, it's not within me. I still like I enjoy what I do, you know. Um, and it's like, I can do it all. It may not be at the same time. Like as I am preparing for motherhood, like I'm cool with taking a six month sabbatical off of work and just chilling with my fucking babies. Okay. But, um, but then I'm gonna get a little restless and I'm gonna want to get back out there, you know? So like, I got plans to do for the people, but, uh, but yeah, so I, and I do think like some of this isn't specific to gender, it is like what works best within that relationship. And it's really doing an assessment of the strengths of the individuals to see what the fuck works, you know? Um, and whatever works is what works for y'all, you know? So I do believe in that, but it is, and it goes back to our finding balance series, making sure that you're aware of both your masculine and your feminine energy, how, how you're aware of how they show up in this world, where it's most beneficial to use those, how to go in and out and make sure that you're balanced with each of them and with both of them together. So like, yeah, check out uh, my becoming a feminine woman series on life is Rocky YouTube channel. I discuss all of that, um, about how to make this transition because a lot of women single and happy this ain't for you okay this is the women who are single and they do want a partner they do want a man okay but men aren't choosing them yeah for those who are like single and you are happy 
and you're not in denial about it. <laughs> like this isn't the video for you. Like, mm -hmm. so don't take any offense to it. Don't be in the comments or do you know help the algorithm out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you learn the game. Um, but you know it's up to you. But we're not specifically talking to you. You're, so you should know that if you even got that far into the video. Yeah. <laughs> Probably triggered and already coming. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> yeah. But um. But yeah, and honestly, I didn't learn that until I started hearing the male perspective. And I didn't even hear it from you. I had to hear it from other men where we were watching the, the stuff together. And then, it, and then the logic was hitting. And because I'm more logical, and a lot of women aren't as, so because the logic was hitting, and I was like, well, this shit makes sense. Because <laughs> I think a lot of women definitely do understand the leveling up, growing, and trying to develop those skills when it comes to work. Mm -hmm. But they very much struggle. And reject sometimes. Yeah, when it comes to their relationships. Mm -hmm. You know? Especially romantic. Even when it comes to friendships, some of y'all aren't the best friends either. I had to do an assessment of myself. And grow in that area. And mm -hmm. then see what I wanted in a friend. Like, grow people in all shapes and forms. Okay? Yeah. Alright. Next question? Yeah. Okay. Uh oh <laughs> I can't do these questions, y'all. Y'all gotta watch the YouTube videos for my face. <laughs> Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel <laughs> for all the expressions that I, are I, coming out right now. <laughs> I'm very expressive with my face. She <sighs> <laughs> had to take a deep breath on that one. <laughs> so you gonna take a cooking class or no? <laughs> <laughs> Now you came up with this one, didn't you? I did. I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember saying this one. Oh Lord. Okay. So again, manifest realities, happiness coaching. Uh, in the summer of next year, <laughs> I will be launching my skill set, having healthy relationships within the need of belonging and love. Um, but my need of esteem is already out, and strengthening self love is a part of that. And you will learn some of these skills um, to just be a better person. But uh, but. And that inadvertently kind of teaches you some stuff. Um, but the specific focus on uh, having healthy relationships will be released next year. However, I am already offering one-on-one -on -one womanhood coaching. Uh, so definitely check out manifestrealitieshc.com uh, for Manifest Realities Happiness Coaching. Nice, nice. I'm plugging the fuck out of it because I'm about to make this transition. Yes, I understand. <laughs> And then, uh, the people need to know because there are a lot of people who do need these resources. Uh, yeah. So if the podcast is just like your exposure to it at mm -hmm. first and you want like a deeper dive, like I said, um, program. Yeah. Will definitely help expand on some of the ideas we're kind of getting into right now. Yeah. So the question is. <laughs> you going to take a cooking class or not? Okay. Um, oh, yes or no? No, they're not. Women are not going to take a cooking class. And if you're asking me personally, I would love to take one. Yeah, I know. I want to do that too. Right. See, um, no resistance on my end. Yeah. I would love to become a better cook. And that's an actual cooking class, but also couples therapy. Like, <laughs> I want to be in that too. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, we don't have no qualms about this. I love this. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think a lot of women aren't, but I think some women are waking up, especially as they get older and they still want a partner. Yeah. 
So they are more willing to hear like the people, the women calling Kevin Samuels. Ooh. Like a lot of women don't get it. And I'm like, obviously they are to, are at a point and place in their life where they are trying to find answers because stuff has not worked out the way that they had hoped. And ain't nothing wrong with trying to find, ask for help. Yeah. At least they're um being curious about it and looking at somebody who's challenging their ideas and maybe mm-hmm. their perspectives. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's getting through to them or not, I don't some know. Some of them, I think they're, they're open to receiving right. them. But as we know, some people hate watch stuff. So, you know, and hate call. Y'all got time. <laughs> hate comments, hate calls, all like, that stuff. Like, y'all you got know, time. They're all signs of somebody who's got misdirected energy because like you see us, we're putting our energy towards trying to educate, trying to challenge people's ideas, mm-hmm. putting our own selves out there, trying to just make a better space for the world, especially for black folks. You know, you know what I mean? Shout out to my black people watching. Yeah, I see you. Hey, hey, I see you. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think this goes back to a lot of women not having that shift of mindset of you have to put in the same amount of effort and work that you did in your career into your relationship. Yes. Build those skills. Mm-hmm. Yes, cooking is a part of it. Like cooking is one of the most nurturing things that you can do as a human being. It's like such we all gotta exactly. eat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you're able to do that. That's a big deal. That's why it's a good... That's why no matter the gender or whatever role you feel like you want to play, whoever cooks, that's so appreciated within the relationship. <laughs> Baby, I didn't actually mean a cooking class. I meant like relationship skills classes. I know. That's what oh, I mean. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm using it as an actual example. Because okay. it's, it, it, I mean, it is Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a lot of women don't know how to cook nowadays. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally an example of their lack of that, that yeah, perspective shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. And they always say they're going to hire somebody, but then again, his money is our money, but my money is money, my money. So who's paying for, for the cook? Him. <laughs> with his money you know because you ain't paying it with your money <laughs> so why would he choose you when he could choose a woman who cooks mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah it's just the mind the mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. just needs to be shifted towards like yo these things that I might have demonized or that the media might have demonized about women traditional or, or otherwise, you know, because it's not even just traditional women who are doing some of these things. This is some basic stuff. I think cooking is, like, really basic, guys. Like, you don't got to be able to throw down, throw down, but, like, my God. <laughs> Something. You know. Goddamn. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's that's what needs to happen. It just needs to be, like, a, a, mind, state shape, a mind state shift mm-hmm. so that women can stop demonizing and belittling some of the most nurturing and previously upheld attributes that they can have. And we are going to do another episode about that. Mm. Yes. Future plug. (laughs) Come back and see what else we're cooking. (laughs) Oh, nice. I love it. Bars. What's up? We coming at you. Hey, the smarts. Ooh, two T's. (laughs) All right, um, yeah, take relationship skills class. I think everybody needs to do that. Like, again, if we didn't have healthy relationship models, where the fuck we learning it from? Right, you, <laughs> I, you have to learn at like, some point. 
It's okay. Humble yourself, y'all. You it's know, not that bad, it's man. Okay. Damn. And you get so much better afterwards. Like, you'll be... Just do it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Final question. All right. Let's do this. Wrap this thing up. Self inf- self-reflection and growth to become a better partner. Mm-hmm. Or stay single in your entitlement. So for me, obviously, I'm all about that self-growth, that reflection, that, you know, being able to manage some of the bullshit that you've gone through. That's for me. Listen, the only reason that I planned on being single was because I wasn't aligning with black men because black men were my only option. Black love is a revolutionary act. And if it's not black men... It's black women. So. <laughs> and I ain't nothing wrong with that either. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not about to be single when it is within my control. You know? But yeah. I'm also committed to growth. Right. So. That's the thing. Is a lot of women don't feel like it's in their control. They just want to push the blame onto, especially in our community, mm-hmm. black men. Mm-hmm. Just being like, well, a ri- like you, all these you, men ain't shit. You said it earlier when you were giving the example. Uh, it was, it was, <laughs> she was playing y'all in case y'all didn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she was like, um, a real man would be able to handle all mm-hmm. my, you know, mm-hmm. and then you went over the list of the things that uh, mm-hmm. no, nobody's trying to handle at all. Mm-hmm. Fumble that. Like, right? you know, why would I choose Hot this? potato, nah, you why take that. Why would I choose <laughs> this when I choose my own piece? <laughs> Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like, again, thank you for your patience, baby. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing about patience. It's like, you gotta be doing the work, you can't just be riding it out. <laughs> So, like nothing would have happened if, if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It, that that makes sense. Like, but I've been working, y'all. The work, the work in itself produces produces the results. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of women aren't getting. It's like you put in the and work, you get the results. I will say, I just like with your job. <laughs> you know, I did have to let go of um, marriage as being the goal. I had to let that go because it was stopping me from focusing on our connection. And if I focus on our connection, that's where I'm noticing that the work needs to be done. You know? And then inadvertently, (laughs) if our connection is good, he gonna want to marry me. You know? So I guess for a job analogy, you you don't start the position looking for the promotion. Mm. Put in that work and then they'll see, oh, we got to promote this person. If not, they're in a position that's not benefiting us the most. And you also prove it to yourself that you worked for that damn thing. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all we got for this show today, you know, y'all. it was a fun one. Yeah, I, I love the questions. <laughs> <laughs> the questions were hilarious on this one. Yeah, we, we're doing, yeah that was pretty good. <laughs> you know? We had some fun with the... the educational and informational conversation for sure for sure well thank you so much for joining us yes. on the it's so real podcast it's your boy Oso and your girl rocky and uh we will see you on the next episode don't mm-hmm. forget to tune in subscribe to our youtube channel keep them numbers going please share the podcast 
let your friends know if, there, if there's stuff that we're saying and there's conversations that you enjoy make sure to give us those ratings mm-hmm. high up on the podcast make sure to share it make sure to like it and again subscribe to our youtube channel because we are trying to grow there we appreciate you so much for listening yes and watching and watching all right y'all we out peace and love see y'all next time Thank you.